back to another edition of All Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We like to call it a freak flag. Feel good. Fake it till you make it. Ric Flair. Woo! 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie on 1049 The Horn. We got a lot to get into. Ja Morant suspension. Oh, yeah, he's been laid down. We will get into it and break it down. Also, the GOAT, MJ, selling the team. We'll get into that conversation. The Nuggets on that parade, they continue to trash talk one specific team. We'll get into that as well. And uh, Wen Binyama, there are talks right now that he will not be playing in the summer league. So a lot of uh, Austin Spurs fans out there maybe a little upset about that. He's not going to play in any of that stuff. We'll get into a lot of stuff and a lot of NBA discussion. Also, NFL News Notes and Nuggets. We'll get into that too coming up a little bit later on in the show. We'll also get into some uh, discussion about the Rangers and the Astros. Both of those teams lose. Uh, Mitchell Daly in the transfer portal. That's a big discussion for Texas baseball, so we got a ton of baseball to get into. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Hardball Hard. What's going on, brother? What to do, what to do. It is a freak flag, fake it till you make it feel good Friday, and that's exactly what we are all trying to do. Feel good on a Friday. Uh, I do want to get into that conversation, but I want to give a special shout out to all the fathers out there. We got a couple little bits of sound that we're going to try to get for y'all about what it is like to truly be a father in today's world. It's it's, it's interesting for me because uh, you know I'm a father of three. You know what I'm saying? I'm a father of three, but. Let let me talk about my man that sits across from me every single day. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud car carrier member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But of course, he is a fan of you. The listeners, my man and yours, Rod Babels. I appreciate that intro as always. That's not a waste any time introducing the real MVP of this program, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustle spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid, but we're pretty sure that this man is grossly underpaid. It is Patrick Davis, y'all. What's going on, Patrick? Oh, you know, I'm just uh, counting hours at this point, ain't I? Yeah. He's got his vacation shirt on. Does he ready. ever? I'm ready to go. He's got his va- I, I've not <laughs> seen him wear a shirt this colorful. I don't think ever. <laughs> so he's got his vacation gear on. I got the beach gear on. So I'm trying uh, to start it early in my brain. You should. It's hey, Friday, you man. Should, man. It's, Friday. it's Friday. Go ahead. Just uh, mail it in, brother. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, you can hit us up via the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. You also can hit us up via Twitter. Uh, Hardball Hard is at Hardball Hard in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. And I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. So it's kind of an NBA uh, segment here because a lot of NBA news seems to have dropped uh, randomly today. And usually it's kind of a slow sports uh, season, if you will. Uh, but there are a lot of different topics to get to. We'll also give you an update on the U.S. Open. We'll give you a couple of updates on the U.S. Open as the show goes on as well. We'll do that. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the big news, though, gentlemen. We knew it was coming down. Uh, shout out to Hard. Hard said it was going. It wasn't going to be a late news dump. It's going to be an early news dump, and it was an early one. Yep, going to yep. give everybody time to digest it and process it. Uh, the NBA has decided to suspend Grizzlies star uh, guard Ja Morant twenty five games without pay for intentionally and prominently displaying a gun on social media in a car with associates. Uh, Morant's second time being suspended for brandishing a firearm on social media uh, in three months. The suspension also comes with conditions for his inevitable return. Uh, The NBA announced while it's significant, while it's a significant suspension, uh, the league did not use uh, a sledgehammer basically to kind of drive home the point. They could have suspended him half a season. Some people thought it could have been even more than that. Uh, It also points out, uh, this is from Adam Silver, his quote, John Moran's decision to once again wield a firearm on social media is alarming and disconcerting uh, given his his similar conduct in March for which he was already suspended eight games. The potential for other young people to emulate Ja's conduct is particularly concerning. Under these circumstances, we believe a suspension of 25 games is appropriate and makes clear that engaging in reckless and irresponsible behavior with guns will not be tolerated. For Ja, Ja, basketball needs to take a back seat at this time. Prior to his return to play, he will be required to formulate and fulfill a program with the league that directly addresses the circumstances that led him to repeat this destructive behavior. 
So there you go. There was a statement by Ja Morant via Woj. Quote, I've had time to reflect and realize how much I, uh, hurt I've caused. I want to apologize to the NBA, the Grizzlies, my teammates, and the city of Memphis, to Adam Silver, uh, Zach Kleiman, uh, Robert Perra, who gave me the opportunity to be a professional athlete and have supported me. I'm sorry for the harm I've done to the kids who look up to me. I'm sorry for falling, uh, for failing you, excuse me, as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better uh, to all my sponsors. I'm going to be a better representative of our brands. And to all my fans, I'm going to make it up to you, I promise. It goes on, but that's yeah. the gist of it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Was that 25 enough? Too light? Too heavy? What do you guys think? Well, I, I my initial number was 30, right? I sent you guys that mm-hmm. this morning. I said I thought it was going to be 30 just because of the number of um, things that could go into this. And what I mean by the number of things that could go into this is, number one, you have now cost yourself escalators. That's the thing about it, too. So you've not only failed yourself as a player because I'm sure the suspension, I don't even know if it's without pay. It should be. I it's think it is. Pay. Yeah. So with that pay. being said, you know, you've lost money on that end of it. You've also and and again, it's not always about the financial ramifications. But in this day and age where the dollar bill is very important for a lot of things, he is dealing with a lot more than just that dollar bill. From the suspension. You're also losing money as an escalator as far as you being able to make postseason awards. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be on uh, the all-pro team where, or all the all-NBA team where you're making X amount of dollars, where you can go into a mm-hmm. different tax bracket from that. Uh, all of your incentives now have been kind of wiped out. You don't have extra uh, layers that you can make money in. So that's that. Then he, you know, he's also gave out the information about the uh, sponsors. Now your sponsors are looking at you a little bit different. But most importantly for me, and, you know, I'm more about the athlete being able to have that freedom of speech and freedom of being free. But at the end of the day, you still have consequences. It's all freedom is not free. I don't understand why people say, well, you can have the freedom of speech. Like there's consequences for your speech, too. And your actions create another totally different situation for. So for Ja, his financial drop is unbelievable. It is going to be substantial for his future earning potential. Now, can he go out there and rectify some of this? Possibly, but this is strike two for you, Ja. You understand that. You understand now that all of your extracurricular activities come with a price. And as a parent, I was talking, we talked about this yesterday. As a parent, you kind of get caught up in this. You know, where's his dad? Where's What is his dad saying? His dad's on the front row. His dad's on the front row having a good time and being recognized every time he goes somewhere as Ja's father. You get caught up in that. I don't care how people want to say, no, no, no. In this day and age, there's a lot that goes into this. This is something that will haunt him for a while. And I don't know if he's going to be able to clean it up because in the reality of it, yeah, it might get swept under the rug. But in the NBA circles, you have just lost yourself as the face of the NBA because you are the most electrifying player that is there. We were talking yesterday about what uh, Joker is. He's not the he's not the superstar that is going to be the face of the NBA. You were we were calling them the entire time the Mike Trout. But you know, in baseball, you know who they recognize Acuna, Rana Acuna, Ronald Acuna for the Atlanta Braves. He's an exciting player. He's one Shohei Otani. He's an exciting player. He may not want the the limelight, but he's still an exciting player. So there's going to be a lot of ramifications as we move forward in this entire NBA season. Um, what do you guys think, Patrick? You think they'll he'll appeal this, or will he'll go with the twenty five? No, I games? think twenty five was probably. Okay. I, I mean, I could believe that there had even been discussions before that they were like, all right, there's something he won't appeal, and that's maybe why it was a little bit smaller than what people thought. I, I mean, in all reality, I thought it would be more. 
I don't really, it doesn't bother me. It, it does the main things that it needed to do, which was cost him the money because money's going to matter more to him than mm-hmm. missing regular season games at the beginning of the season. And at a certain point, you're hurting the team, you're hurting the fans more than you're hurting John Morant, yeah. giving him a vacation in the, in the season. So I, I, I get it. I, I get that it sucks. But again, we talk about load management so much that people are, you know, that you're upset you're not going to see these games. Well, that means 25 games he will not be at, and he is one of the most exciting players for young guys to watch. Exactly. So in a, in, a, in a reverse of it, it hurts the NBA, it hurts young fans and everybody else. If you do suspend it for half a season, then that's so many kids that that's another year they're not going to be able to see him because he's just not going to be going to like a lot of Eastern Conference teams mm-hmm. that he only plays one road game at and a couple of uh, Western Conference teams. So I, I get it in that sense. Uh, it, you know, it, the the punishment is really you're, you can't make an All NBA team. It's going to cost you millions of dollars. That's really the big punishment of it in 25 games. So, uh, but none of it matters if he doesn't want to learn a lesson, then he won't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we'll, we'll be right here again uh, talking about. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he'll get suspended again, and they'll suspend him for a season next time. So go, dude. We gave you two slap on the wrist, West, and the third strike, and the third strike. Out, we we have to punish you. Yeah. Hopefully, though. Everyone loves a good redemption story. Hopefully he turns around. He realizes, hey, man, I can spend my time doing some other you know, community work, and I can put that on Instagram, and I'll get way more likes. And everyone will be like, oh, my God, look at Ja. He's out there feeding, he's out there feeding kids, and he's out there doing a Thanksgiving turkey drive. And that, hey, oh, Nino, man, Nino, isn't this Nino so much Brown better? did, too. <laughs> no, I know, hey, I know but, but hey, look, he's allowed to have a gun in his own house. Stop putting on social media. Exactly. No, that's this, what the it, argument exactly. is. It, and I totally agree. If, if this 100%. is a question for Ja, it, it, are you a gun enthusiast? Do you like guns, or do you just like the perception of you being a tough guy, or you being street, or you being a gangster yeah. when you have a gun? Like, if you're a gun enthusiast, that's great. We live in Texas. There are tons of them. All right, we 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 live amongst people who are really passionate about their guns, and that's fine. Um, but with that passion needs to come responsibility and the perception of John ja Morant is because like I said, this is not a legal issue. Yeah. It's not right now. There's no there's there's no justice system. All right. Statewide or federal that's involved in this. This is him violating the NBA's kind of code of conduct and him basically making putting putting the NBA in a bad light because, as Harsh mentioned, he's supposed to be one of the stars. You brought up a really good question, Patrick. I don't know. This is months ago. And it was uh, we were talking about the MVP. So it was basically probably you know one probably late in the season, the regular season. We were talking about who's going to win the MVP, Nikola Jokic or Joel Embiid. Yeah. Um, and you brought up the point that man, all the MVPs lately have been um, uh, they have been foreign players, basically yeah. European yeah. players. They haven't been American-born players. I think the five and, of them have been. Yeah, it's just think, been, yeah. yeah, it just seems like that. And then you look at the the, the stars on the horizon, Nikola Jokic and Luka, seems like, oh, actually. Victor Wimbayama's coming into the league now. <laughs> yeah. He's another guy that That's people are projecting could get there one day. Yeah, and that trend's going to continue. And I remember you asked the question, who's going to be the, the next American-born MVP in the NBA? Otherwise, John Morant's got to be the top of the list. He's he's definitely up there. He right? was exactly, <laughs> and that's the only thing. Exactly. Next year, yeah, that's, that's kind of thing. He kind of was, and this is like hurting that argument. Uh, I will say this: I, in addition to him abiding by all the the criteria for horse suspension and all the stipulations, he needs to make sure he takes care of that. But he needs to change the narrative right now. The yeah. narrative mm-hmm. about John Morant is that John Morant is a clown, an immature clown, that he's a mm-hmm. child, right? And we don't let children be around firearms unless they're adults around, yep. right? Yeah. And, and he handles it. He handles a firearm like a child. He needs to change that perception. So I don't know who's like who are his publicists and his public relations people. I'm sure he's got a team around him. They need to work really hard over the next year because his basketball play will be fine. Like he on the court, he's electric and he's fantastic on the court. This is off the court stuff. They need to work hard on changing the narrative, on reinventing his brand. Uh, you talked about it. That, that means a ton of community service, right? Yeah. Lots of as much as you can get out there. Uh, but also, if you like firearms, you know you can flip the narrative of, oh man, I was just, I was just over enthusiastic about my love for firearms. We need to see him on a gun range. I've said this before. Like, why is he? There are tons of politicians across this country. They're shooting on their campaign ads using yeah. guns, but they're usually shooting at a target. <laughs> They're yep. not brandishing it, you know, and while they're not and dancing with the gun. No. So I think he needs to change the perception. He wants to be a responsible gun owner. Do that. Hell, you should be with NRA. I'm not saying get political here, but the NRA is, you know, the number one gun advocacy group in this country. And you need to be a part of that. 
All right. Yeah. His people need to get him in with NRA. He needs to be also seen as a responsible gun owner on some interview on 60 Minutes, whatever. Malika Andrews, go out to a gun range with him, whatever. Get it done. Because right now, the perception is he is an irresponsible, childish clown. Yeah. And, but it's, and that's the thing is it goes into two other actions that are reported that, you know, the report is louder than his response to it. So when you have him start to pack up that, hey, he's threatening a kid that was talking trash to him at a at a basketball game. Yep. And he's threatening a security guard. And you're like, man, gangsters, like, why are you picking on people smaller? Like, why are you doing that? You have a posse of seven people around you. You're all apparently packing heat. And then you're going to fight a 16-year-old. Please Th- don't those- call it a posse. <laughs> call it something else. Don't just say like, that's the kind of perception we need to change. And there's, yeah. I, it is a posse right now. It, but it needs to be something else. Yeah, no, it needs to be <laughs> associates, a, a staff. <laughs> yes, thank you. A team, whatever. Your board yeah. of directors. Yeah, because your... right now it's a posse, and they they do they wield guns like yeah. they do. But that's what I'm saying. If you have that <laughs> narrative, and you have to change it to be like, no, look, we're not doing any of that. We're trying to be positive and uplifting towards the future, not this. And it goes into even. Hey man, no, we don't care about the West. You can't say that until you win. Like that, you just everything about him points this way. Of he's a real tough. He's a he's a keyboard warrior, fake tough guy. Yeah, and he's a fake tough guy. And you're like, mm-hmm. man, you can't do that in a world where that is so hated at this point right now because there are so many of them as keyboard warriors and everything else that you're in a world where you're picking a fight that you don't want to be on the side that you're on. And, yeah. and so I. I I hope and that he you're does. not going to win. I That's hope he thing. does. You're get, not going so to win. Losing and That's exactly. Yeah. I hope he gets the help he needs to change and just go, hey, man, you just need to change your outlook on things. Like, everyone's making fun of you. Everyone. Even the people you think you're making look cool. Do you, what, you what, 12-year-olds that love guns? That's who That's who your TikTok stars that are 12-year-olds? That's who, you, that's who you're trying to make look think you're cool? I, I no, do. when you realize that everyone in America is making fun of you, then maybe it's you're not looking real cool doing all the things you think you're acting cool doing and change that perspective and be like, oh, no, you know what they think I'm cool? When I'm doing stuff like Shaq and just making tons and tons of money. He's an idiot doing a Papa John's commercial where you're like, yeah, the dude owns a lot of it. Yeah, that dude's going there and you go, ah, exactly. that's great. Oh, that dude's paying all his bills? That dude's cool. Yeah, his definition of cool. That's like, dude, yeah. how old Shaq are Shaq is walking through Home Depot's making rap videos and also shouting out the people that work there. Those are the types of things that you need to invest your time in. I don't know why you feel like you need to live this type of lifestyle when your real name is Clarence. You know, <laughs> and Clarence got real good real parents. You know what I'm saying? So when you sit there and you look at as as a parent, and this is me personally because I have an older child. I have mm-hmm. a 30-year-old son mm-hmm. that Every single day we've had these consequ- these conversations about consequence. And he, obviously he's not Ja Moran and had been at this extra level, but I he was my superstar. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. so I looked at him as like when people said good things about him, I was like, that's a reflection of me. No but, question. but I wasn't trying to walk around and be him. It's like some people Shaq grew up in a house, and we're, I'm, I'm, since we brought up Shaq, this is the only reason why I'm bringing this up. Shaq grew up in a house with a military father. Mm-hmm. Or, excuse me, a military stepfather, but yeah. Phil is my father. Mm-hmm. When Phil spoke to him, he understood what the mission was, what's your goals, and he made him a good person. I'm not saying Jai's not a good person, But don't put yourself in these situations where you're constantly being judged. You're already being judged as an athlete. No doubt. Now you're increasing the volume, increasing the pressure of being an athlete. And now you are portraying yourself as this thug. And now society is looking at you as that. Yeah, no, this is what I'll say about the thug thing. Because I think you're right. I think for him, the definition of cool from you know whatever he's got in his head, he believes being cool is being associated with oh man, I'm I got a gun that makes me tough. You know I'm living you know remember t- Tupac called it the thug life. Yes. All right. By the way, it was much way more deeper than just the thug life label. But that's a different discussion for a different day. I'll say this about two because I'm talking about Pac here. Pac. Happy birthday, Pac. By the way. Uh oh yeah. 
Nice. Today, he would have been 52 today. Pac's birthday is today? Today. Oh, nice. There you go. Yep. Uh, I did not know that, by the way, and I brought yep. up Pac, so that was just serendipitous. Shout That's out. That's why I'm here for you. Um, but Pac never had issues with the police until he himself mm-hmm. spoke it into existence as a rapper. Absolutely. Before that, he had no issues with the police, At had all. never been to jail, had never been arrested, and soon as Pac actually started rapping and started living his own version of thug life, because he had started living the actual lyrics that he has spoken to existence, yep. that's when he you know, started getting the shootouts with cops and <laughs> went to jail himself and got shot t- multiple times. It got wild. And... For Ja, like to me, that would be the warning, right? That's the story that you need to really, you know, take take caution and take heed of the really the lesson that should have been learned from Pac. Like, if you really know about Pac and his story, he didn't have trouble until he became a a, a gangster rapper and started speaking the thug life into existence. Yeah. And he actually started he was living in Juilliard. It. He started you know what I'm it. saying? That yeah. was going to yeah. theater school. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it took. And by the way, it took him out. And, it, and what it ended, took, up taking, ended up taking him out because guys were always trying to prove they were tougher than him. Real gangsters. I was finna say. Real, he got into it. He started hanging out with real gangsters. Suge Knight was a real gangster. Yep. All right. Death Row was built on real gangsters. He started hanging out. And, and by the way, the smart one, Dr. Dre, was like, I got to get the hell out of here. I'm hanging out with too many gangs. These guys are real gangs. So he actually, you know, left and did his own thing. Snoop was smart enough to go, all right, I can't mess with these gangsters here. I'm going to go hang out with the gangsters in New Orleans because they're a little bit more gangster than the gangsters on the West Coast. Exactly. Nobody, even the West Coast gangsters won't go to New Orleans and try to mess with them gangsters. Exactly. All right? And it got, it got way too serious. We it all know that. It, it got, got real way deep. too deep. Rap yep. shit, I don't give a damn about rap beef. It should never get to the point where it's life-threatening. And so I'm not saying that Jai is caught up in that, but you can kind of speak these things into existence a little bit and it's a spooky way an eerie way uh, of, uh, and I'm not trying to you know foreshadow anything but you just got to be careful about this kind of stuff like you, especially at, at w- the level that he's on and I think Pac, Pac even said I was I was I was shocked that so many people followed me and so many people listened to me I did not realize the power I had Ja doesn't realize the power he yes. has and, no way and he's 23 years old I was dumb at 23, too. Oh, we all were. We oh, all were dumb at 23. So dumb. But you go, when you say all this stuff and when you get these messages. But we're messages, in a different day and time at 23. We, we are. And, but I'm saying he has a choice now of he can go and go, hey, man, I need to start moving towards this direction because the sooner I get out of this stuff, the less damage I've done. And really, by the time I'm 26, this will be somewhat forgotten Yep. if I go the right way starting today. But if I keep going down this till I'm 25, hmm. things will get real bad. Because he hasn't done anything too terrible yet. No. He has not. He and it's like, anything. you're like, man, yep. it's just, yep. we're, but everyone can see the signs. And as you just said, you're like, we're watching the same story that we've already seen multiple times. Yes, sir. And we don't want the ending that they had for you. So we're trying to cut it off before it even gets started. And that's what this suspension is supposed to be. That's why some people want it to be longer. I get why the, it's not. The second suspension, by the way. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's and, why it and, is. But you just, you have to hope that somebody gets around him. And this happens to a lot of young athletes. You want somebody to get around him that he will finally get to listen to him a little bit and just go, hey, man, I just got to change the direction of my life right now. Mm-hmm. And then all this at 23, they'll be, yeah, you were a dumb kid. You'll be sitting around joking about it when you're 35, 40 years old, you're retired. You'll be joking about, hey, man, wasn't I an idiot? And everyone will go, yeah, you were an idiot. And that's it. Yep. But it could go really wrong really quick if you keep going down the wrong road. I'll leave it at this right Amen, here. Bro. And like I said, I, like I mean – I've, I've, I've been an idiot most of my life with a lot of situations <laughs> that I've been in, but I've also been a very cautious idiot because one thing that's most important to me is life. Mm-hmm. And he's putting himself in a situation to where you are putting a lot of things out there on yourself that a lot of people don't understand. And if you run across the wrong person at the wrong time, you are putting yourself in a life and death situation. And I was just watching, I told you guys yesterday about the rich and shameless situation. I watched a story just the other night about a former Memphis Grizzly player Mm. who was all that. His name was Lorenzen Wright. Oh, yes, I remember this. I saw it on Dateline. I saw it on Dateline, actually. So be, be careful with the situations that you speak yourself into because of the fact you are the mark now. Yes, you got you a target are, on you, man. You are the mark. <laughs> you got a target. Because a real one is going to try you to see where your heart's at just because. 
because there's a lot of people out there that don't care that you play for the Memphis no, Grizzlies. They don't. they don't care that you're worth X amount of dollars. You are now the person that if you really want to live that life, we're going to try to make you live that life. Because they live that life. That's and they deem it disrespectful day, that, that you exactly, fake, you're faking that life. Exactly. No, 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 I live that life. Which, by the way, I want no part of. Nope. I, I grew up with guys who lived that Thank life. You. And I realized, I was like, no, no, no. I, I got no heart for that. I can't do it. This is not Any, what I'm made for. Yeah, any possibility yeah. of me going to jail, yeah. nope, I'm done. That's call it. me what it's, you want to, I, but call me away from you. I'm scared straight. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's, <laughs> I'm that's scared what, that's, straight. That's exactly what yeah. Johnny knew that show. Yeah. Scared oh my straight. Gosh. Yes. They yes. bring them young knuckleheads in there. Yeah. At risk. And they, try, and they try to act like they hard Some until OGs. they have to spend a night in there a couple Some nights. Some dude who killed uh, in there for double murder. He's like, oh, you think you want to Grab my pocket. In my pocket. Yeah. You stand with me all day. (laughs) You'll be in my cell. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's. I want none of that, bro. I guess Jai didn't grow up watching that. I did. We all did. And I was scared. And my thing about it is also, because, you know, and you, I'm sure, experience this too hard, you know, and hell, everybody has. Patrick, you have too. Um, It's not just athletes. Athletes deal with it, I think, on a more extreme level. But when you start to mature and grow, um, sometimes you outgrow some of your friendships. It's and it's mm-hmm. and it's and it's tough and it's hard because sometimes they want to stay stagnant. They want to stay where they are. They want to stay in childish things, and that's that's fine because everybody's everybody's rate of development and growth is different. You know, hell, I got married at forty, right? So yeah, yeah. everybody's a little bit different in when they're ready to to grow up and make those type of tough tough decisions. But no matter you know. Who is in your life, and when you outgrow those different relationships, you got to make sure that people in your life actually care about your well-being and what's best for you. And I, 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 I don't know all of Josh's people, uh, but multiple incidents would tell me I don't know if he's got enough guys around him or gals around him, whatever, that are willing to give him the real and tell him exactly and and tell him what he needs to hear and not what he wants to hear. Tell him what he needs to do. Not be a sycophant just because you know that he's the one fitting the bill. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. paying all the bills. And as long as he's happy, everybody's happy. No, no, no. To, to keep it real with him. Even if it's even if you risk your friendship. Hey. And you rather risk the relationship to say, no, I got I to gotta keep real. I see where he's going. I see this thing derailing. And I want to make sure that my friends take care of I always pick up the Allen Iverson story. It's a great story about Allen Iverson going broke. He's got a team around him. He's got an entourage, whatever you want to call it. All right. He's got a group around him. And not everybody in the group is looking out for Allen Iverson. And he's spending money. I'm talking about money. One of the best, you know, it's not the best. It's the craziest stories about AI and his spending habits. Every city he went to, he'd buy a different outfit. And he leave the outfit there he never packed he never packed he would just buy clothes where he went to different cities that is insane that is ridiculous it's a great ridiculous. i mean it's a good position to be it's in a ballerific thing. Yeah. it's like what rappers rap about but right. you don't actually do it and yeah. like even jay-z is packing a bag you know what I mean? yeah. he's a billionaire i'm not a businessman i'm a businessman business yeah. so ai was yeah. wild man he i can't even think what he's doing to the strip club if he's living that kind of life so he's wild that's just one of his spending habits that was terrible yeah so his friends notice this and a couple of them get together he's got a big entourage but a couple of them really looking out for AI. they get together and That's why person, when people make fun of LeBron, I always laugh at him. I'm like, bro. Solid circle. He made Solid sure that they, they, he they, made sure that they yeah. went to school to get degrees so they Solid can make circle. sure that we are grown-ups. Yep. We're, we're a That's business, a, man. Even, even got, a, got, a, got a show on Amazon about his boys that he played with in high school to take care of them. So to they don't take spill none of, of the them. secrets and none of the skeletons in the closet. Like, hey, man, I take man. care of y'all. Y'all in the circle, too. Y'all, in the, y'all not in the inner circle. Right. You're on, you're on the periphery. You're on the, I got you. You can still text your boy. You still got my number, right? Yeah, I got you. So I, I'm with you. LeBron is great at that by the way yes but this is the this is what happened to ai so ai is obviously he's going downhill quickly uh and they realize this is gonna be broke as a joke and on the street and homeless all right when he's done playing so a person with a firm grip on his situation they informed uh basically you know this is from the new york post back in the day um that they have an account worth 32 million dollars a principle that ai is prohibited from touching until he's 55 i think he might be 55 now whatever this is back in the day in the meantime, it gives him one million dollars annually from that fund. Um, basically, it, it, basically, it, and he's eligible to you know kind of get it from his pension, I think, too, in the NBA. So they they basically made sure he didn't go broke because they saw his spending habits and they started siphoning money from. Him. I would say stealing, but they was doing it for him. They started siphoning. They say he wouldn't notice it because he was spending so irresponsibly anyway. He wouldn't notice the money missing, and he didn't. 
He, they they yep. took $32 million from him, and he didn't even know. They told him after he was done, and then he was like, man, you know what, guys? I got, I got a file bankruptcy. I got some money. Probably they were like, yeah, we figured this was going to happen. Hey, listen, man, we took $32 million from him. We put it in the account. You, by the way, cannot touch it until you're 55, but it will give you $1 million annually, and at least until you die, I believe that should keep you taken care of. Well, just remember and that's them. that's having real friends around you. They risked their friendship with AI because they saw it going. I now don't, don't be stealing money from your friends and doing that. Right. I'm just saying, like, right. uh, no, doing no. it the right way, but make sure you're looking out for your friends. And I don't think all of his circle are looking out for the best interests of Ja. So that's another thing too, man. He's got to figure out who in your circle is about Ja. Right. By, by the way, Allen Iverson just turned forty-eight. Still. 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 Yeah, right. They're still taking care of They're still taking care of exactly. And before we go to Come break, on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave you with this. Our, our our great friend, Sean Adams, who blessed the airways for such a long time, wrote multiple books, is a very motivational speaker. He used to always say, if you can't change your friends, change your friends. Hmm. Amen. And that that Come is the now. realest statement that can possibly be out there. If they're not following and helping you get better. Yep. They ain't your friends. They ain't your friends. Hey, boy, they can be associates. It doesn't mean you need to stop ever talking to them, but you know what a friend is, yep. and a friend affects your life. No they doubt. do. For, no doubt. for the good or for the bad. Because yep. they, they, you spend a lot of time with them, you count on them, you trust them. So, uh, yeah, man. And by the way, the, uh, the story says that... <laughs> That uh, AI f- uh, fund that was started by his friends when they took money from they call it the Reebok fund. There it is. Because the money came from his shoe deals. Yep. So basically, they would just take the money from his shoe deals because he never noticed. Because he never noticed it. He never because he was, he was anyway. because he was thinking about all his other stuff. Man, he was spending. He got money everywhere else. He was burning through cash. Let it go. He was burning through it, and his friends noticed, and they were like, "All right, you know what, man, we got you." Yep. That's you need friends like that, and also, you know what, you got to grow up. I, hey, nobody wants to really grow up. Everybody hates adults. Oh man, I hate it too, man. All right? Like I said, it's Father's Day weekend. I got children, <laughs> and I'm adulting this weekend. They trying, they trying to tell me where I'm going for dinner. It's your day. I'm like, do I adulting. get to pick? And once you start adulting, you never stop. Yeah, you can't. Like it's just it's no. a way of life, and it's always going to be there. Uh, but I'll leave you with this. I don't I don't quote the Bible very often on the show, but this quote I do think is apropos. Um, it's not a quote; it's a scripture. That's how you know I don't read the Bible a lot. A quote: uh, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish, childish things. things. That's right. It's a- time, y'all. It's a- time. A- I- Amen. You know exactly. Amen. It's time. We hey, we all yeah. enjoyed it. Being, yeah. being a oh, kid, man. we all it was fun. I still act ignorant from time <laughs> to time, but I also understand I can't. It, it's a it's a hot flash. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like real quick, and then you got to wait a minute. Hmm. Don't lose your mind. Exactly. By losing your mind, you are still a grown man. I'm You're a grown man. I'm a grown man. And over fifty, not forty eight, like uh, my man AI. I thought AI was a little older than that. Actually, he act like it. He does now. Yeah, yep. AI's a lot more. You know what? If somebody uh, texted too. He should talk to AI. He should talk to AI. Yep. AI was went through AI's dark passenger. Yep. I always uh, the way I always call it. Um, our, our demons. Everybody's got their demons. His dark passenger almost got the best of him. Yep. But he found a way to overcome. And Jaws' dark passenger right now is getting the best of him. That's because that Tawana told you that. Did Tawana <laughs> tell you that? <laughs> Remember when his, his mom was like, yeah. what? Did Tawana tell you that? That was great. <laughs> That's oh, that how was it breaks awesome. down. That was awesome. That's man. when he knew he had to get it down. We might have to bring that back for yep. some reason. That yep. was AI's mama too. I remember <laughs> that drop. All right, uh, change scripture versus quote. Yeah, yeah it I know. Is. It, I mean, it, I guess you're. It's kind of no, no. no it's disrespectful to call it a quote. No it's a scripture. There it is. But what's the difference? Hey, it's a scripture that was quoted. Got a quote from this number one time bestseller. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's what a scripture is. <laughs> For the greatest selling book of all time. No doubt. Uh, all right, we come back. We'll get into Astros and Rangers and Mitchell Daly. We'll talk some hardball with hardball right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to put down the horn.
Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick, the idealionaire, he plays jams from uh, local bands and artists. Very talented human beings that you have a chance to see live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Steady Legend, and they are playing tonight at Meanwhile Brewing. Uh, Meanwhile Brewing. I like that name. Nice. Um, and I'm sure it's like Meanwhile. Meanwhile? Meanwhile. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In the meanwhile. (laughs) I just want to make sure that I I got the the pun there. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, Specs text line wide open, 512-337-3776. Thank you guys for all the texts about the John Moran stuff, man. You guys have some great takes. Couldn't read them all, but uh, really some cool stuff. So we appreciate all you guys' efforts on the Specs text line. One text says, amen. Say it again. The Holy Spirit working today on the show. Uh, yeah, every night we go to do. church. I mean, go to church on the we show. We try to bring it as real as we possibly can every single time, no matter the topic. But when it comes to this type of stuff, and as I, I I'm trying to raise kids that are watching this every single you day. Got that. You got your kids are sports fans. And my, like and you got John Moran yeah, fans yeah, in your, your exactly. Your house. Yeah. yeah, my son was talking the other day. He was like, "I need to get some new shoes," and he was looking at Uh-oh. the John Morants, and I'm like, "Yeah, we can get them. That's fine." But I mean. You ain't carrying no pistols, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Staying focused. But, I mean, it's a lot of young Mm -hmm. African-American kids that are watching this that always are are up against it anyway. So don't put yourself in this situation and keep it moving, man. Let's stay focused on the task at hand. Ja Morant's Ja One Hunger sneaker did sell out yes. uh, when it was made available. It sold out in 20 minutes, according to the Wall Street Journal. So much like you know the rap game, you can go to jail and get shot at, actually increases your street cred, and then you can sell more albums. It looks we like it's, help, it. it's yep. helping him with the shoes, but it's helping him with his, his brand. Yep. Shoes actually are selling pretty well, so the kids love them, but that's also a part of why this is so alarming. It's like, hey, man. Those are kids buying your shoes. Exactly. Very few adults are buying your shoes. I'll tell you that right now. I don't I'm know any adults who I'm own jobs. Buying shoes. No jobs. Yeah, and they sold out in 20 minutes because yeah. those were kids buying it. So kids are looking up to you. Think about it, John. Yep, yep. Come on, man. Yep. Uh, all right, let's get to some uh, baseball discussion. Let's start with the Mitchell Daly thing. Can we get yeah, to that? Mitchell can. Daly in the we transfer can. portal. Are you surprised by this news? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. And the reason why I'm not surprised by this is because we talked about it earlier and I did it. At the end of the season, I talked about Mitchell Daly and who he is and what he's been about. This is a guy that almost lost his starting position earlier Mm -hmm. this year. And he actually did, got it back, continued to play well, continued to stay focused. But at the end of the day, when this is the game now, everybody's in the transfer portal if you look at baseball. This always continues (laughs) to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's every sport. It's every single sport. (laughs) It's like you have a couple good seasons, then all of a sudden. Softball now even. It's every sport now, man. (laughs) A girl wins the national championship, and then she's like, I'm good. I'll see you later. I'm I'm going going back back home. Yeah, exactly. I'm going back home. It's everywhere, man. There's opportunities more and more every single day. It just sucks for – Texas fans, because this is a guy that we got a chance to watch grow up in front of us. Uh, He came here as a freshman. Mm -hmm. He was a a dope, dope baseball player uh, coming out of Alabama. His dad's a general. Uh, This is somebody that has— His dad's a general? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did I not know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this Mm -hmm. dude understands what it's all about, and for him to be in the transfer portal— Probably looking for a fresh start. You got a younger player in Jalen Flores who is very highly touted. And don't forget, and I mentioned this early, I said don't because everybody was talking about his defense. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, don't forget, he had been playing, Mitchell Daly this is, had been playing second base since he's been at the University of Texas. And then you flip him over to the shortstop position, mm-hmm. and you expect him to be Trey Faltini. Yeah. He wasn't <laughs> going to be Trey Faltini. I mean, it was just the situation mm-hmm. that he was dealt. He went out there, didn't hurt us, didn't kill us, didn't didn't do anything to hurt the, uh, the growth of this baseball team. But you know as well as I do, in this day and age, if you have an opportunity to move around, that's exactly what you're going to do. You've been mm-hmm. here for three years. You probably exhausted all of your um, your time here, your tolerance of certain conversations that you were tired of listening to. Now it's time to move around and go get a fresh start. I'm I'm okay with that. I, I hate that we're losing him because he's one of those guys that I've been fond of over the last couple years. But you start looking at it. We're also lo- using Minchie. 
uh, one of the pitchers. He's in the transfer portal. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Chris Stewart, another left-handed pitcher who had just transferred from uh, San Jack, was here. And now he's in the transfer portal. It's something you're going to see attrition throughout, whether you win it all or you lose it all. Mm-hmm. There's play, There's players from LSU that have already entered the transfer portal. They're in the College World Series. It's crazy. So this is this is expected at this day and time. Uh, no, you're right about that. I guess it's natural. Like I said for every sport too. Like I said I was noticing in softball they were talking about mm-hmm. the the high transfer rate. I was like, it's every sport now. Uh, the free market has officially hit college sports. Uh, so uh, that's Texas baseball news. Can we get to the the Rangers here a little bit? Texas Rangers lost to the Angels last night, <laughs> uh, five to three. Yeah. And uh, actually, Nathan Uvalde was great. He was. He really was. He allowed I think just three runs in seven innings. Uh, had five hits, uh, nine strikeouts. Still mm-hmm. had two walks and he 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 was great. Uh, there was a lot of drama in this <laughs> matchup. Was so there ever uh, we have the audio uh, from uh, the Rangers game. So I believe this is like the seventh inning when this go- all goes down. Yeah. Three different Rangers uh, ended up getting thrown out of the game. Here's the audio and the uh, the play by play of it. My goodness, this has been a wild break. Bruce Bochy just ejected, but he's not the first. In fact, he's not the second this inning. He's the third Ranger to be ejected in this break by Ramon De Jesus. Here's the first. Yeah, he's talking. You see Marcus there and saying, listen, that is ball four and frustrated by the call there by Ramon De Jesus. And he gave him a little bit of a leash there at one point. And then you see Mike Maddox coming out to defend. Mike didn't <laughs> last very long. And he got thrown out pretty quickly. And then Bruce Bochy, of course, backing everybody up. And there's you know, a limit for all these guys and for these umpires. And Ramon DeJesus now has ejected three Rangers. And for Bruce Bochy, that's the 34th ejection of his career. So some carnage in this seventh inning as we go to the eighth. And I'm I sorry. That is his... 79th. Okay. Injection. Second one here with the Rangers. Interesting. Simeon really never lost his cool, so to say. I, I saw after the ejection, reading his lips, I think he said, I'm trying to have a conversation with you. <laughs> so the reality is Ramon de Jesus was not interested in any more conversation. And so he's taking care of business, and that means the Rangers now are without Marcus Simeon. It means Duran is coming to play second base. All right, Harge, three in a row? Or do we think, which, what, whose side you taking here? That the um, <coughs> overreact here? The, the a official? thousand percent okay. overreact. Because to be honest with you, I was watching it at this time. You I saw watched the entire thing. Marcus Simeon was called out on a check swing, which he did not go past the the home plate for it to be called a check swing strikeout. Runners were in scoring position. They ended up not being able to drive in a run in that situation. And when he went out to the field, everybody was already mad because it was it's a pressure situation. You're going up against Shohei Atani. He's on the mound. I mean, I mean, he's not pitching at that time, but, but he he's in it. But he started the game, mm-hmm. so there's a lot that's going into it. It's an intense matchup, and he didn't feel like he went. And then when he went out there, I don't know if you know much about Marcus Simeon, but Marcus Simeon is not a guy that cusses a lot. He's, he's he's he seemed pretty calm. He's in charge of the player rep. Yeah, he's he the was player calm. Rep. No, he's he was the, calm. Yes. Talking, I don't know what he said. Now he might have said something just but he was calm. Yes, no he doubt about he it. He was very very yeah. calm and went about it. And they started talking. And he's like, "Man, that's ball four. And if you go back and watch the video, you can read his lips. He was like, "That's a check swing. That's ball four. He kept saying it was ball four. And a lot of times the umpires don't want you arguing balls and strikes. But this was a check swing situation. Like, ask for help. Like, don't – you made the call right away, and it wasn't even that serious. You made the, the judgment, so he's out. Well, then when he goes out to talk to him, that's when everybody starts to get fired up because he tossed him first, and then when he tossed him, Mike Maddox comes flying out of the dugout 
and he tosses him before he he's all he, all he said was hi. Hi. Bye. I don't want to hit. Yeah, I don't want to hit. Get out of my face. And then of course Bruce Bochy is going to be the guy to go out there and try to defend both of his his uh teammate and his pitching coach and now they're gone. It was a, a utterly bad situation for everybody. He, nobody should have been thrown out, to be quite honest with you, but I think he had heard enough because he had already calmed down the dugout prior to everybody coming out after the third out. Uh, speaking of Shohei, he pitched his six innings. I say just. Uh, but he allowed uh, only two runs and hit a two-run home run, a 443-foot home run. Game winner. Uh, into the second deck, yeah. basically. Yeah, that basically gave them the win. And right now, I mean, remember last year, he became the first player to finish top 15 in both home runs hit and uh, strikeouts in the yep, season. Yep, yep. Um, since the mound was moved, I think, in like 1893. He's currently top three in Major League Baseball in both of those categories right now. Tied for first in home runs and third in strikeouts. Yeah, it, it is pretty impressive Crazy, to watch. Crazy, and, and you just said it. You know, you start talking about the stats and start looking at everyone, and he ranks first in so many categories. On the pitching side. And then he's also, he ranks first in every category on the Anaheim, on the LA Angels. Every category, pitching and hitting, he's number one. Yeah, it's crazy. We, like I said, it's, uh, it's like our conversation it's yesterday. No comparison for the man. It was our conversation <laughs> yesterday about what can't he do? Well, he can do it everything. He's about he steals to, bases. He's about to get all the money. Yes. <laughs> all right, we come back. We'll get into the flex on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful down the horn. Here on 104.9 The Horn, it is a 512 Friday. That's when Patrick, the idillionaire, takes jams from local bands and artists, very talented human beings that you have a chance to see live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is White Label Analog, and they are playing tonight at Hotel Vegas. Ah, there you go. Um, and if you miss any of the suggestions by Patrick, go check out hornfm.com. You can sound cool in front of all your friends. You also sound cool, and you'll sound knowledgeable if you go to flxatx.com, flxatx on all of your social media platforms. Uh, up at the website, they do have the um, flex from Wednesday night, that Wednesday night flex. You can go check that out. Actually, go check out all the Wednesday night flex replays over at flxatx. FLXATX.com, um, FLXATX on all your social media platforms. You can keep up with a lot of the updates there as well. And I think my man Hart just got some uh, baseball news on the flex front. That's right. There, there's a lot of news that is going on. I will break down all the other baseball news, but we're going to start with 6A. The 6A All-State team, Texas All-State team, has been led by Travis Sequoia. It's the elite team. He is uh, the pitcher that everybody's been talking about. He's a UT commit, and he's also going to be one of the guys that is entering the draft this year. Tanner Jackson, who's also a pitcher from Round Rock. We got Braden Buchanan as a catcher from Vandergriff. We also have Nathan Duvall. He's on the all-elite team. He's the third baseman from Westlake. Um, We also have the first team that was named just recently, there's uh, Hudson Ellis, the shortstop from Round Rock, who also has been making some great plays on mm. the position. Uh, Lake Travis Cole Johnson made the nice. sec, uh, excuse me, the third team. Uh, I know that there was uh, on the second team. Excuse me, we had uh, Ed Small, the outfielder from, <laughs> and he's only a sophomore, That's by crazy. the way. Theo Ginn from <laughs> Westlake, he also made the second team. All district, Jack Brady. I mean, all state. Jack Brady made it in the shortstop from Lake Travis. Dylan Slaughterback. Mm-hmm. He he also made that elite six A all state team. So they go elite team. They go first team. They go second team, and they go third team. So shout out to all those yeah. guys. And next week I will break down the five A and the four A as well. Uh, congrats to all the other uh, guys that made uh, all state. That's big time. I remember trying to make all state. That's big time. You were yep. probably all state, weren't you? Yeah, of course you were. Yeah. Yep. See, all American too. Uh, oh, all American too. Yeah, yeah. But we definitely all state. And I had a buddy of mine who uh, I got a chance to watch his kid play. Uh, he plays for Amarillo 
high, and his son made All-State, and he posted it. I actually sent it to him. I was like, congratulations to Cannon. And he goes, man, thanks for letting me know that. And I was like, like father, like son, man. He made All-State, too. <laughs> now his son just made All-State, so congratulations to him. Yeah, congrats to, to all the uh, the guys who end up making All-State, man. Like I said, that's that's really big time. It's always a goal of any athlete here in the great state of Texas. All right, we come no, no. back. We'll get into some NFL news notes and nuggets. C.J. Stroud is drawing some interesting comparisons. I hope this is a good thing. We'll discuss oh, that. We'll also talk about Pro Football Focus. They got a lot of rankings out, and we love rankings uh, this time of year uh, for the wide receiver units, running back units, and offensive line units. We'll talk about with the Cowboys and the Texans stand and who is on the coaching hot seat. This list says Big Mac is on that list. We'll talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.